hang on a minute. What are we even talking about today? Oh, honey, we're giving the people what they want. Welcome to the Sex Den, ladies and gentle ladies. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentle ladies. Dude, it's fun. <laughs> okay, love it. <laughs> I'm up for it. Ladies and gentle ladies. <laughs> I have literally never heard that. It was weirdest way to say everyone but I like it (laughs) okay continue who are you (laughs) okay so should I keep going yes (laughs) should I say that again (laughs) ready okay okay Welcome to the Sex Den, Wolfpack. This is your host, Lauren White, a.k.a. She-Wolf Lauren. And I'm your host, Camille Misbach, on Instagram, the same thing, at Camille Misbach. (laughs) (laughs) And we are so happy to have you here for episode two. Welcome to the Sex Den. Ow, ow, ow! (laughs) Oh, it's been a rough one, folks. We thought episode one was tough. (laughs) Oh my gosh, there is something going on here. And you know what I think the lesson is? I think the lesson is, number one, perseverance. Because when you are passionate about something, it doesn't matter how difficult technology is, you just keep going. Like, I'm impressed by the people who who are in their late 30s and 40s who are starting podcasts and they just go for it. Like, this is not coming naturally to me. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely don't think it's an easy task. I mean, there have been a lot of little finicky things. It's not like an all-in-one, hey, record here. You know what? I'm going to stop talking because I think I have a million-dollar idea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What is it? We need an all-in-one podcasting We need an all-in-one podcasting website. (laughs) I'm sure they exist. I'm sure they exist. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I am drinking my iced coffee again because You know what? Wolfies, we thought this sensual <laughs> experience of ice with ice with straw was such a beautiful sound. It is Every so beautiful. Every time you hear this, you're going to think of your wolf pack. And we want you to grab a nice coffee, grab a glass of wine if you're having a rough day, and just yeah. join us. It, it's going to get good this episode. Yeah, we know exactly what we want to say. We are talking about how to feel sexier in your body and how to up your sex game. How to, we're talking specifically about how to up your personal sex game. Like how to walk into a room and just feel like a sexy fox. And we're not talking about here your typical how to feel better in bed for instance you know I mean we'll we will love to cover that kind of stuff and talk about specific positions this is more just being a confident individual coming into the bedroom as your sexiest most confident self so we're giving you three specific ways and then we're going to answer some questions at the end from the listeners and we are so excited but first we will start with our weekly update Miss Lauren White, how have you been this week? <laughs> oh my gosh. I had the most 
I honestly had one of the most profound, incredible, magic, primal weeks of my whole life. I don't know how Mm. else to describe it other than that. So last episode, which thank you so much to everybody who listened, episode one was so special to us and we are so happy for the turnout and for every single listen. It's just like (laughs) so much gratitude for that. Uh, And we can't wait to continue on with this. I mean, this is an empire. It's the Wolfpack empire. It's the sex den, baby. So we're so excited. Anyway, so we launched, we recorded that and I moved out of my place. The very next morning, I flew to Austin and I was not expecting what happened to happen, but it was basically like a giant vortex of magic power and I like howled at the moon. I mean, I'm, you know me. I mean, y'all, some of y'all don't know me, but those of you who do, I'm very primal. I'm very wild and like just kind of a, like a big personality. And so I've really been stepping into that and mm. shedding my ego and shedding the layers. And this weekend was just profound. It was amazing for me because I've really struggled for pretty much my whole life with deep connection. Like I remember even back when I was in middle school and we would have like group field trips or like uh, team get togethers or things like that where everybody would have a sleepover. I always wanted to leave first. I always was just kind of averse to having big friend groups. And so I now am so excited to say that I have so many friends that I feel like our soul connections. It isn't just like a friend I'd go to the movies with, although I'm sure we would do that too, but it's like just very deep connection. And this weekend in Austin was that for me. So that'll continue to come out. A lot of drugs, but like mind expanding drugs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the kind of thing where you're yes. blasting in a different universe. <laughs> yeah, it's a total difference. It's not like cocaine, although that was there too, but it's just, it's just great. Um, so there's that. And now I'm at dad's in Florida and I feel I'm actually physically sitting on the ground and I feel so grounded here. Our stepmom is this badass witchy woman. And we're just going to talk all about that Mm -hmm. for a week before I go to Tulum. So I'm so happy. I'm feeling like I never need to sleep again. So wonderful. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the opposite of like that. I feel yeah, I feel like I need to sleep for 12 to 15 days after an experience like that, but you seem great. You yeah. seem um a little more subdued. It's almost like you're you're just you experience emotions. You were saying you were primal, but you also experience emotions a lot more in in a more strong is it strong? Yeah, in a stronger way than m- most, in my personal I think it's, opinion. I think it's more powerfully. Like there, it it like hits me like lightning. And so one of the things that yes. I that I realized this weekend is, you know, how some people just kind of have like a little bit of a cloud over them, or some people are a lot of light, or some people feel very grounded. I realized this yes. weekend that I think I am everything. And that was kind of said to me again and again this weekend is like, I feel like earth, wind, fire, water. Like I I really feel the complexities of every aspect of humanity. So it's 
just a lot. But I think that's the reason I've been able to so easily empathize with people for my whole life is because I truly feel like, you know, when I taught in jails, I truly felt like I could be a criminal. You know, like I really felt that. Like that exists in me. And so there's just a lot and it's exciting and I'm unpacking it and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is a lot. It's really great though. It's fun to see you experiencing different things and specifically for you forming deeper connections because yeah. I have I have been there with you through all the, you know, throughout all the times. Right. And I've felt that deep connection to you, but and I've always had that with other people, but this is the first time that you really have had like really good friends. I mean, I think you right. had really good friends in the past. You just didn't know how to accept that love. So yep. you're unpacking all of it. It's just a huge year for your growth, specifically in terms of friendship and love. Specifically, yeah, love. It's like my heart is literally cracking open and I just am like having, har- I'm having heart gasms. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Grinch. You're the I'm Grinch. Kind of, your heart's I'm going hairy. three sizes this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like imagining that little heart when it flies out of his chest. That's how it feels. Yeah, exactly. So tell me, how was your week? My week was pretty exhausting. We had company. I've been with other people for – it was close to two weeks. And right. I just need a break. Like I feel so exhausted. We had a friend in town this weekend. Um, it's always really fun. It's always a crazy party weekend. And that is awesome. Obviously, it was the 4th of July, so there was a lot going on. We hung out with a lot of different friends, which was such a such a great time. But I'm really ready for just like, okay, chill out, ground. I, I just need to get back into my space. I feel like after a weekend like that, I need time to recover. But I don't want to take the time to recover right now. Like, I'm actually really excited about working. But yeah. it's just – my body and my brain are just on different paths. So I think today I slept in again. I'm feeling really good. And I'm hoping that this week I can just pick up um, my more my more beloved habits again. Okay. My meditation in the morning, working out. I need to get back to the gym. And then I'm leaving in a week for Florida and Tulum. So yeah. I have so much to do. I'm, oh, I'm super overwhelmed this week. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You're super overwhelmed. overwhelmed. But I had a very fun weekend. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. Yep. I think that – I think it's okay to just say that. And so I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. This isn't like a fake experience where it's like, oh, yeah, everything is so fantastic. It's like, no, you're you're tired and you're overwhelmed. Oh, and no. that's okay. And next week – That's right. Not going to be good yeah. all the time. No. Not going to be good all the time. Now that we've done our weekly update, I'd like to talk a bit about why and how this topic came to me. So I was on a client call and my client was just talking about how she doesn't know how to feel sexy. Like she sees other women and she sees them feeling sexy and she feels like this enormous amount of lack. Like she doesn't feel experienced enough. She doesn't know how to move her body like a sexy person. She just feels very kind of trapped in this feeling of like being nerdy and like awkward, you know? 
the caveat is she's a dancer. She dances. And so I was thinking about all of the ways. Yeah. So I was thinking about all of the ways that I feel sexy and we decided to just talk about those this week. How to feel sexier in your own body. And it really does start with your own body. I feel like it's impossible to feel Mm -hmm. sexy in the bedroom and like to feel sexy while you're having sex with other people if you don't feel sexy or if you don't know how to tap into your sexual energy when you're just by yourself. Yeah, I fully agree with that. I do think that there are people – I think this does depend. I think a lot of people do feel that way. I think there's like this random group of people that are just inherently confident that way. But I think it's, I mean, you'll see, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a sexy woman at the bar who's just dancing and you're like, okay, this woman is a bad mamma jamma or like some men just have that immediate confidence. Right. It, it should be known that you can work to get to that. Even if you're not born with that doesn't mean that you can't get there by just changing a few small habits. Like you can be that confident as well. I mean, Lauren and I have both worked on our confidence over time. And yeah, I'm excited to share these points because everyone wants to be that sexy woman at the bar. (laughs) Or (laughs) sexy man at the bar. Yeah. It's true. So I have an interesting relationship with this because I think that I've always been perceived as somebody who was really sexy, like my whole life, ever since I was a kid, honestly, a kid, like yeah. eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, like I was, I knew that I could command attention from men and I knew that I could gather attention from an audience, but just because other people perceived me as being super sexy and just because other people perceived me as like having this natural sex appeal... I did not feel sexy. I I could tap into it a little bit, but I felt like it was a show. It was a performance. It was very fleeting for me. And so that Mm. caused me a lot of pain in the long run because I was performing sex. I looked sexy. I sounded sexy, but I didn't feel sexy. Yeah. So, So it wasn't until I learned how to get down with myself and how to embody that sexual energy naturally and how to like masturbate intentionally and dance with myself and like rub oils on my body and take a nice bath and light candles for myself that I actually started to feel like the sexy that other people saw was the sexy that I felt. Yeah, that's a really great point. And it is funny because no one would have known that about you. They would have thought you were the most confident woman in the room. Right. And so even, yeah, it, it's a it's a great thing to point out that even the people that feel sexy, they may have to work on or look sexy to an outsider, maybe internally working on some things too. So I think this is these are very universal um, lessons or right. pieces of pieces of guidance that can help you try to feel sexier in your own body. Yeah, and something too that came up with the client and then also just with the conversation that you and I were just having is I think what a lot of us do, especially in the age of social media or even the example of being out in a bar, right? Like you'll Mm. see the sexy woman dancing and think, oh my God, I wish I could be like her or I wish I could be expressing my sexuality or like, oh, I can never be that. But maybe you can keep the example that I just gave in the back of your mind. It's like you actually have no idea what she is going through. 
Like we can yeah. hope that the sexy woman in the bar who's dancing her ass off feels sexy. We can hope that she's, mm-hmm. you know, treating her body right and, and being with lovers that are treating her body right, but we don't know what she's going through. So to compare ourselves with others or to compare our sex appeal with other people's sex appeal is a disservice to everyone because mm-hmm. you're sexy like the way that you are sexy is going to be different from the way that other people are sexy. Like she may love to dance, but really struggle to orgasm. She may not, Mm. but we don't know that. So we can't assume that just because she looks that way means that she's the ultimate sex, you know, uh, on the ultimate sex pedestal. pedestal. So this is more embracing your unique sexiness. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that is that's a that's a good way to put it and I'm glad that you said that. I also just wanted to say we do talk man woman, but this is yeah. this is encompassing every single person. I just want to say it once. We say it uh, you know multiple times in our lives, but anyone who identifies as woman, man, anything. We don't anything you know, other just, than we that. Want this to be an all encompassing every person. How this is how every person can increase feeling sexy in their body. Yeah, and that's such a good point, Cammy. because what I'd like – I know that a lot of people who are non-binary or who identify as trans or who have trouble with the genitalia that they were born with struggle to feel inherently sexy sometimes because they don't like what their, their actual mm. anatomy is, but – if we can remember that sexual energy courses through our veins and it doesn't have as much to do with our genitalia or actually touching our genitalia as it does with just having the sense of being alive and being able to breathe and being able to move and being able to experience. So that is sexual energy. It's that channel that's running through you no matter what your genitalia is. So every person she he they them I love it them all of it so should we start off with number one yes number one breath work number one breath work yeah (sighs) this is getting a lot of hype right now breath work and I think for good reason Mm -hmm. the thing I think of immediately when I think of breath work is actually this really incredible person Iceman Hoff on Mm. Instagram Wim Hof, right? That's his name. Well, Iceman yeah, Hoff yeah, is his yeah. Insta, but Wim Hof Instagram name. Right. Yeah, yeah. He is just all about breath work, but in uh, specifically cold environments. Mm-hmm. But Lauren and I did a training here in San Diego, and it, it the man who taught it here in San Diego is actually was actually trained with the same person that Wim Hof was. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, so we did a breathwork experience, uh, and then we did a cold plunge, and I have to tell you, that experience was life-changing for me, because I actually had a completely out-of-body experience, more so than even doing a psychedelic experience, just by using my breath and getting this high off of oxygen. I mean, it was so incredible that my body could do that complete, completely sober. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I blacked out. I don't even know where I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, It was so miraculous. And yeah. the cool thing about it was that the, it's a very intentional style of breathing where you're inhaling yeah. and then 
blowing air very intentionally and in a specific way out of your mouth. And then you do this repetitively and then you hold your breath and you can hold your breath for such a long time. Like you, it feels like you never need to breathe again. I believe it. (laughs) Right. It feels like you never need to breathe again. Yeah. It's so, okay. So, so that is a little bit more of like an extreme experience. We do recommend that anybody try something like that because it is just breathing. But when we say breath work, it can sound really fancy. What I mean by breath work is simply to take note of your breath. So when you are breathing, which happens for your entire life, so many of us go through our entire day, our entire month, our entire year without finding our breath. So we are without that, you it's really difficult to be present because your breath is what grounds you and it's also obviously what keeps us alive. It's what moves mm-hmm. oxygen, it's what moves our digestion like I don't need I don't think I need to say this but without it hello we die. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> to fi- to find your breath is incredibly important not just for you to feel sexier but also for you to reduce your anxiety, reduce your inflammation, get your brain fog feeling better. Like anything that you need in your life, drink more water and find your breath. Like, honestly, I feel like those are the two of the most important things that you can ever learn in your lifetime. Yeah. So so what I suggest is first find five minutes in your day. If you live on the ground floor, even better. If not, it's okay. But I want you to be sitting on the floor in some type of meditative pose on a pillow, whatever feels comfortable for you, and close your eyes and simply either count your breaths in and out. So one, one, two, two. And even just count to 10 or as many as you can Mm -hmm. in a five minute timer. Or you can use the terms inhale and exhale. So on every inhale, you think of the term inhale. Every exhale, you think of the term exhale. And this just trains your body to come back to your breath. So of course your mind is going to run off. Of course you're going to have these different thoughts. Of course you're going to be like, oh my God, the dog needs to be fed. The kid's diaper needs to be changed, whatever it is. But Mm -hmm. five minutes, if you can find that to scroll on your phone, you can find that to find your breath. Yeah, that's a great point. I think another really great way to introduce yourself to breath work is, well, there are two things that I've done, but uh, yoga specifically, which I want to cover in the body movement, which is going to be next, but two is doing a meditation. And I would personally, I mean, it's doing a breathing exercise with yourself seems second nature, but honestly, it's not that easy if you've never done it before. I mean, you can just get really in your head about it and it seems more complex. You're overthinking it. You're thinking, am I doing this right? I think guided meditations are a really great way to introduce yourself to that there are a lot of different meditation apps go on a lot of them are free and just using that to help at least teach you or or just guide you through your first couple sessions and that way you can learn what good breathing techniques look like different ways of breathing because 
doing an inhale holding at the top and then exhale feels different than just doing inhaling and exhaling. So having someone right. talking you through that kind of stuff if you've never done it is a really great way to get in your body like you never have before. So I would recommend that for people who are newer to breath work. Yeah, and especially because a lot of us have this – we basically freak out and think that we have to do everything right right away or we give up. Yeah. And so there's this feeling of like, oh my God, I'm doing this wrong. There's something wrong with me. I'm not doing this anymore. This isn't doing anything for me. Yeah. I get that. That's why I don't even use the word meditation because I feel like for people who are doing this for the first time, the idea of meditation is like, well, my brain is supposed to be thinking about nothing. So if my brain yeah, is thinking about something, then I'm then I'm failing, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't fail at breathing. You're already doing it. So if you yeah. think about it like that. And then eventually when – when we're doing breath work, you can eventually breathe into your genitalia as well. So something that I really love to do is like when I'm having an orgasm or when I'm masturbating, I actually focus my breath on my pussy. Like I literally think about, okay, I'm breathing into this experience and it's really beautiful because it creates this energy cycle through your body because you're vagina, your vaginal canal or your penis are at the very base of your chakra system. And your chakra system is basically just like an energetic system that runs from the top of your head down to the base of your pelvis, essentially. And so when you think about your breathing, it's at the very top of your chakra system. And then when you send breath in a circular way down to your genitals, it creates this like full body orgasm, which let me tell you, that makes you feel very sexy <laughs> because <you're, laughs> yeah. because your whole entire body is, boy, is it quivering up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to experience rigor mortis, this is for you. <laughs> oh yeah, rigor mortis. We love to see it. <laughs> okay. So let's say that you are feeling great about breath work. You're doing your breathing exercises. Something that is a must in my opinion, it's a must for everybody in order to feel sexier is to dance. Like we have to be dancing. And I remembered this this weekend to dance and move your body and move your hips and like move your chest and your arms and like get your head into it and make some like intense faces. It There's nothing that makes you feel sexier. I'm serious. It, it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you can or can't dance. And if you're not watching our YouTube video, I'm making air quotes right now, there is nothing sexier than moving your body and feeling a little bit of sweat and heat and like that fire build up in you. It's just the best. Oh, I I could not agree more. I'm telling you the one thing, I think one of the biggest things that really affected my mood during the pandemic for that year was not being able to go out and dance. I'm yeah. not much of a person who's like dancing in my living room by myself, but <laughs> I get down at the bars. I am like yes! up on the table. I mean, no, no one has to be so crazy, like go up on the tables. But for me, dancing is just my thing. Like yes. this weekend, actually on Friday, we got to go out and just dance. 
it is so freeing. It's like, it doesn't even matter if you're good. Just to get, I literally used a prop as a stripper pole in the middle of our. Yes. It just feels <laughs> so good. It's like when you're dancing out, even if you're bad, I feel like the others around you are just hyping you up. Yes. <laughs> and it can be such a confidence boost. It's so sexy. It's so sexy. And there's, there's yeah. so much rhythm. Like if you think about old tribal, like pretty mm-hmm. much any indigenous tribe has some kind of a dancing element to the culture. And yeah. there's something so magic about moving your hips and like twerking and dropping your ass down. Like it feels so yeah. good to <laughs> activate those. <laughs> and then she dropped her ass down. Yeah, and dropping she made it, it down, down, down. <laughs> she made her ass Make clap. Ass clap. And, she <laughs> and she dropped it down low. <laughs> I wish I wish yeah. so badly my butt cheeks could clap. <laughs> oh my God. You know what, dude? I bet you mine can, except for they're so tight together. I have the tightest ass. <laughs> yeah, you're is your so ass. tight. I feel like if anything, mine maybe would be able to clap, but it yeah. does. <laughs> your ass can clap. I know. Haven't it. figured it out yet. We'll get your ass maybe. to clap. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can't. If you're on an ass clap journey, you definitely can't be wearing jeans. It has to be like a flowy skirt. No. Or a very loose spandex shorts that go up your butt crack. <laughs> yes. They need to go up your butt crack. So you have to you have to size up if you want to ass clap. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna ass clap today. I know it. I'm gonna try it today. Okay. I'll let the you all know. We'll put it in the show I'm notes. Clapping. <laughs> yeah, the second one. Oh, speaking of show notes, can you please go ahead and just five star our asses to the moon? Leave us a review. Send us to your friends. Show the sex den some love because we are new and we are not going anywhere and we are fabulous and we would really love your support. Yes. Along with comments, we love feedback. We would love recommendations or suggestions on what our next episode is on even sending questions so we can maybe throw you into our next episode oh yeah we love everything we love it all we love our wolfpack we love it all except for one stars if you give us one star we will (laughs) not talk to you anymore but honestly i i do value everyone's opinion so just you know (laughs) i do not i do not i do not want to (laughs) know One to two stars, I absolutely hate you. Yeah. <laughs> if you give us one to two stars, that is going to be a no from me, and you will never hear from me again. <laughs> and we will actually be blocking you, so. <laughs> yeah, we're going to block you because you will not be anonymous for long. <laughs> and in all reality, I am I am serious. <laughs> okay, back to the dance (laughs) back to the dance okay something that I want to say uh is you don't have to be doing ass clapping so I during the pandemic I got a poll and I discovered that I actually love to interpretive dance (laughs) (laughs) which makes Camille so uncomfortable any more vulnerable (laughs) it's so vulnerable I love to basically throw my body around my house and dance to I I pretty much exclusively dance to the soundtrack from A Star is Born. It is the most depressing shit in the world, and it's my favorite thing to dance to. Mm-hmm. Any kind of dancing, it's just – it helps me to express my emotions, sis. I know it does. I let you do performances sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I love to perform for you. I know, I know. I love I it. think it's good. 
I would say I am a little bit more of a serious type. So I need to be in a specific mood for dancing. I mean, I will you are. kind of like back it up on Michael as like a joke in the kitchen, but I'm right. pretty much specifically dancing in a, at a party or a clubbing scenario. You will not yeah. see me interpretive dancing to sad music in my house. <laughs> for okay, me, well, that's gonna for be- me, that's so painful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so again, yo yo soy equals wide range of emotions and wide range of dancing needs. Camille yeah. has more like I don't even like okay, so when we were in Austin, we were at a party and it was this massive outdoor like mansion party thing. It was so cool. But there people were complaining because the music was not dance music and it wasn't hip hop or like R&B. It was basically emo versions of 70s music. So it was like Wasted Away in Margaritaville, yeah. the um, Pina Colada. If you like Pina yeah. Coladas. That for me was so so incredibly exciting. I could have danced for the rest of the night because I love I love words. So I okay, I wait. hang on to the words. I have to stop you there. I specifically saw <laughs> your video of the band. And I am not kidding you. The first thing that popped to my mind was like, I would be so thrown off in my dance moves. I have yes. to specifically either be an R&B, sometimes hip hop I am mostly a dance music girl. I am a dance music oh, no. concert person. I will be telling no. in in further episodes about my dance music festival experiences, but that is my jam. I am going to be bumping and grinding to that all night, but the second oh. it comes to like 70s, I just don't know what to do with my body. <laughs> oh my God. Am okay, I so jumping? Am no. I sort of You're swaying? doing – okay. No, 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 no. Let me stop you there. I'm sorry. <laughs> what what you're doing is you are feeling the words electrify every cell of your being. Oh my God, no. You know what happened? <laughs> this weekend. Oh I was, my God, this, no. <laughs> this weekend I was actually <laughs> I was actually at a party and it was this really beautiful house with like this massive backyard garage with all yeah. these games. So of course I was in the garage playing games because I love playing games outside by the really cool pool which is like glittery on the bottom and there were all these lights there were you I was at our new friend's house who's a neighbor down the road um yeah he has a really cool house Jason Jason lives there with him you know my friend Jason anyway I don't know who that is you're the best yeah okay long hair he was at my birthday party um, oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah, tall guy. So his, yeah, his roommate who is the owner of the house. But um, anyway, okay. really cool house. Um, bad, in my opinion, bad music. Maybe it was just oh, the no. vibe I was in. But they were playing seventies, so I specifically brought my phone into the garage area and played dance music for our friends who wanted to hear the dance music because oh that's my god, I want a vibe too, dude. That breaks my heart. I feel like you don't I even love, have soul. Excuse me, I do have soul. <laughs> On road trips, road trips, car rides, at our house when Michael and I are playing games, we put 70s okay. and 80s rock in the background. But dancing, okay. I need a beat. I need a okay. beat. Sue me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I imagine myself just like, oh my God. My heart is just, when I'm listening to the words, they, it's like, that's my biggest expression. Wow. 
It's a wide range. I feel like with dance music, you can only get so passionate. It's just more up, fun, like, uh, uh, it's that, you know, for me, when there are Mm -hmm. words, it's like, there's this wide range of like, oh my God, there's heartbreak. So now I'm in a tiny ball and then I'm exploding into a supernova. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. We just got really off topic. We just got really off topic, but I think the we people, just like, got so deep into different musics. Let's yes. bring it back to feeling sexier while dancing. <laughs> okay, so let's just uh, top it off with this little cherry, which is if you are expressing yourself in any form while you're dancing, it's going to help you feel sexier because dance equals life and life equals sex. Boom. Boom. Love to end on that. So while you're dancing, you might as well bring your vibrator and masturbate yourself into oblivion. Right, Camille? (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly right. (laughs) Wonderful segue into number three. You're intentionally masturbating. (laughs) And so the reason that we decided on the term intentional masturbation is because of this. Masturbation, I think, is an art. I think it's really something beautiful. I also think that it gets a bad rap for vulva owners, penis owners, and everything in between because so many of us do this as a way to get off only and we don't see it as time with our bodies. So we'll throw on some porn, we'll get off in three seconds, or we'll have like a very specific quick experience to get your rocks off. And that's not what I'm talking about, although I encourage that too, if that's what you need. Like an orgasm a day keeps everybody away. <laughs> okay, wait. Keeps all the fuck boys away because you realize you don't need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is make your orgasm or your masturbation routine a little bit sexier. Like go get some candles at Home Goods or TJ Maxx because they have the best ones, they're essential oils, and they're cheap. So go get some candles, get some colored light bulbs, sexify your space, and create yourself an environment that feels sexy. Nobody feels sexy under fluorescent lighting. I'm sorry, no one does. I've never heard of somebody that's like, yeah, fluorescent lighting makes me hard. It's the worst. No, like it's this is a time for you to in be intentional about your space, about your time with yourself. So, um I recommend that you take your time, get a toy that you really love or even just use your hand with it doesn't have to be an emphasis on orgasm, but explore yourself. Like touch your nipples, touch your skin, have time with yourself in the shower, in bed, hug yourself. But just come into Mm -hmm. your body tactically, like physically touch yourself. Yeah. You know what's funny? So I am a morning masturbator. That's like my favorite time. Right. We have really great lighting in our house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You do. I'm already in bed. I'm so cozy. It's like couldn't be any better. So I I love to do it there. Sometimes I, I feel like I've tried to get more intentional about my masturbating because I often do it just because I'm bored or like I don't know I have really high sex drive so I want to do it all the time I do I almost masturbate every single day um yeah like for the most part if not more than once um so I have just always been kind of quiet about it I think maybe because I learned how to do it so young and I was quiet about it because I just didn't know if it was acceptable or I didn't really have conversations about it so right you were hiding yeah 
so I've been more quiet about it. I've recently tried to incorporate more breathing. And it's funny, like I can only get off with my left hand <laughs> with the toy, which is wow, so really I'm right-handed. Yeah, it's so interesting. But with my right hand, I'd kind of just like put it down or sit it. And then lately I'll go, oh yeah, oh, and I'll kind of touch my arms and my own chest. And I'm intentionally yeah. trying to touch myself more. And it does make the orgasm even better. So it's made me feel also just sexier in the way I'm loving myself. It really does. So it's like, don't forget to touch yourself. You're always focused on a, like in a lot of sexual experiences, you're focusing on a partner. Right. But just bringing it back to yourself, doing that can even help improve the sex with your partner because you're realizing how to touch yourself. You're realizing how you want them to touch you as well. What feels good? Like, is the left or right nipple more sensitive? You'll never know unless you try. (laughs) Right. And I love what you said about that because it's like, if you imagine having sex and you never touch your partner, like when you're having sex, when you're masturbating, you are having sex with yourself. Like that Mm -hmm. is sex with yourself. So why don't you make, why don't you fuck yourself right? Like, I I know that sounds a little bit aggressive, but like, fuck yourself. Like, actually do that. Like, use that energy and, like, touch yourself and growl and whatever. Like, for me, when I started to intentionally masturbate, it was also, like, looking at myself in the mirror, watching the way that my pussy pulse is when I orgasm. Like, I think it's so powerful. It's it's a beautiful thing to watch. And it's hot. It's really hot. Like, I would sit up on my – on the countertop in my bathroom and, like, just – watch myself like make Mm -hmm. put candles around even like when I get out of the shower so it would be kind of steamy in there and just like have a hot yeah have hot sex with myself like I just feel like it's so important yeah and it's something that we don't do enough like we we forget to make love to ourselves yeah I think that's such a great point and I also want to recognize that a lot of the time or sometimes masturbating and having time by yourself I mean for us right now you have been living by yourself single I am married but my husband's gone during the day so I recognize neither of us have kids I mean we don't have many responsibilities that are time consuming to the point where we can't make time for ourselves we're not saying every single time you masturbate you need to put on this whole experience, have this hour-long performance. You know, we're just saying just try it out. Try something new. Try to be a little bit more intentional. Sometimes we understand you don't have time to even take your pants off. It's an over-the-pants. I know. (laughs) It's an over-the-pants masturbation. It's like that can happen. It's okay. If you don't – Yes. There's nothing to be ashamed about if you have to make a fast experience. You're just really craving to have an orgasm. But all we're saying is once in a while. What? Watermelon margarita. Did dad make you a drink? Dad made me a drink. Oh my goodness. Dang it. I want a watermelon Mm. margarita. (laughs) Holy shit. That is fresh. I just literally went from water and coffee to the best margarita I've ever had in my life. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yes. Okay. This is sex. This, that, this tastes like sex. A watermelon margarita is sex. So just to continue on, I'm just saying every so often when you recognize you do have a few extra minutes, 
just to intentionally touch your body or even to intentionally just switch things up a little bit. For really busy moms and for people who are really busy, like let's say that they are, you know, working mothers or single mothers or single dads or, or a couple that's been together for a really long time, but they live quick lives. I Mm -hmm. always recommend that when you are washing your body in the shower, Mm -hmm. breathe. Notice what you're doing. Notice how you're rubbing soap on your body. Notice when you're washing your hair, how it feels to massage the shampoo into your head. How it feels when the water's running down your body. You can make anything sexy. You can make cooking sexy. The way that you move, the way that you feel the heat coming from the from what you're cooking, the way this it smells. You can create eroticism and any you can create erotic moments out of absolutely anything. And so mm-hmm. this is a practice especially for really busy people. It's a practice in presence. It's a practice in mindfulness to come back to what makes you feel sexy. Because yeah we can find that anywhere. So it's not an excuse to be super busy because again, like our first episode is called sex is life. And so in life, we can find moments of erotic bliss. We can find those moments and it's imperative. This isn't directly related to um, intentional masturbation, but it is along the same lines of doing things in life to make you sexier. I have recently started working from home and I noticed that I was so sick of keeping my cozy clothes on. I sex it up a little at home for myself. I started doing my makeup in the morning. I started doing my makeup before I went to the gym. Me too. To just feel a little bit sexier at the gym, like put on a matching set instead of wearing my old stupid gym clothes. And then when I came home, I have comfy clothes that are loungy, you know. Then I have comfy clothes that are a little sexier, like a little bit, you know, a little short that shows my butt cheeks, a little bit of a lacy shirt, something like that. Not only did I feel a lot better working, feeling sexy about myself, but also my partner noticed. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, you're looking so sexy. And I'm like, I – I have intentionally been looking sexier in my day (laughs) to make myself feel better. I mean, it wasn't even for him. It was crazy though. He noticed it, but it was not for him. It was for me to feel sexy and I needed it. Right. (laughs) I needed the boost. I think another thing that that's so important. I actually started doing that too during quarantine is I would wake up and part of my morning routine was to put on makeup and you and I don't wear a lot of makeup. So this might be different Mm -hmm. for somebody who like, like my friend Bianca, she is an Does artist, you know, glam. like she creates a beautiful yeah. glam face. So it might be different for her, but for me, it's very easy for me to put on makeup and still go to the gym. But something that I love from our stepmom Kim is to put on a couple bangles. Remember when we started getting sexier and we just put on a couple bangles? Like I for me, something that helps me feel a lot sexier is to have my nails done. It's an investment that I'm willing to make every month. I know that's not mm-hmm. tangible for everybody, but just to like paint your nails or have your nails looking nice. And then I love my rings. Like I now feel like my rings and like the jewelry that I wear is part of my sex. It's part of my sex. Yes. Appeal. I love it. I feel so sexy all the time. Yeah. Her stepmom always said, throw a bangle on. And when I left a long relationship, I started wearing jewelry again. <laughs> 
just yeah. wearing bangles. For me, it's the bangles. I love my rings, and I love to wear a choker when I go out. I think it's so Oh, my so God, hot. I love a choker. It's my thing. I'm not a big earrings person. You always have your hoops, which is also your total a total staple for you. It may seem like to increase the way you feel confident or your sex appeal, it needs to be a lot. It can be such small changes to feel exponentially sexier. It's really true. And also just recognizing what makes you feel sexy. So we don't get asked this question like, what makes you feel sexy? If you actually Mm -hmm. sit and think with that, it's like, ah, shit, I can't remember. Like a lot of us can't put our finger on it. Like when I think about it, it's like, okay, I feel really sexy when I'm dancing. I feel sexy when I'm in clothes that I love, when my jewelry is on point, when my body's feeling really strong. Like when my shoulders look strong, Mm -hmm. I feel sexy for some reason. But it's like when I think about Mm -hmm. those things, then I can pursue those things, right? Like it's very rarely that you'll think, oh, I feel sexy when other people think I'm sexy. Like that's not really a thing that happens. You can feel noticed or you can feel attention, Mm. but it's very rare that you feel sexy when other people point it out. It's usually from within. That's a great point. I, when you just asked that question right there, what makes you feel sexy, I automatically started thinking about it and I did not think of any other person. Not friends, not right. husband, not people thinking I'm sexy. It was just things that I do that make me feel sexy. Yeah, it's important. Okay, so to reiterate our three points. The first, to feel sexier in your body is to incorporate breath work. Find your breath, find your center, and become more present in your body and in what you like. Number two is to dance, move, getting your sweat on, getting those endorphins pumping in your body, moving your ass up and down, side to side. Get in your body. Just feel mm-hmm. the music. Stretching even. Sorry. Oh, that, we stretching. That too. Just stretch your body. How many times do you yeah. bend over and touch your toes a day? It should be at least once. <laughs> bend over and touch those toes. Practice for yeah. that doggy style, Touch-touch. honey. Touch-touch. <laughs> That's exactly right. And then – Uh, Number three is intentional masturbation, intentionally Mm -hmm. masturbating. And then we added a bonus round, of course, because we can't stop. Number four is to think about aesthetic ambiance, really pull in whatever sexy is to you. And I can actually in the show notes link a an article that I wrote about how to sexify your space. But that includes wearing jewelry that makes you feel sexy, thinking about and journaling about what makes you feel sexy, and then pursuing that. I feel like it's so important. Love that info. I think we covered it very well. Should we do a listener question? Yes, I think so. Okay. Which one is it for the week? Uh, We had a question that was how to prep for anal, but I do think we should save that one because I could go on a rant for just 10, 15 minutes about that. I think we should just briefly cover our other listener question, which was, how old is the oldest guy you've ever slept with? This is such a long story for me. I have been with a really old man. I had sex with a really old. (laughs) Honestly, age? N.A. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. He he did not disclose his age, but he was a fossil. He was hot. I'll give him that. He was hot. Like, this person was very attractive, and also he was old. Like, he was in his 70s. Wow. For some reason, that story makes me uncomfortable, but it was obviously extremely consensual. I mean, you guys had 
you guys yeah. had a whole night of a swinger experience. Which it was a whole is evening. Fun. It's just to think of you with that a man happening. that old just is. It was so strange. That whole night was so strange because we went out with him and his wife to a restaurant. At the bar, the bartender was super hot and I ended up also pulling the bartender and he and I ended up having sex multiple times. So it was literally like that night wow. was just – Yeah. And that guy was so hot. I called him my Italian stallion. He was so oh, hot. yeah. I forgot about that guy. But that was the oldest person that I've ever been with. Yeah. He was in his mm. 70s for sure. Man. What about you? I am one who just stays in my lane. I mean – I have only ever slept with Always. someone who's maybe maybe like two or three years older than me max, and that's when I was younger. Yeah. But right now, my husband's younger than me by a year, so I've always had sex with people almost exactly my same age, if not younger. Which is so interesting to me. I forget that. Like, it is just now that I've been having sex with people who are younger than me, probably just because I'm getting older. But I remember even in high yeah. school, like, I didn't have sex with anybody who was in my class. I never I had sex with a single person in my class, ever. Like, my boyfriends have always been way older than me, too, with the exception of one. I think it's because I'm a party girl. I love partying, and it's typically with my friends, and then people who right. are at the clubs are, like, similar age to me. So it's just – it's yeah. not like I'm putting myself in a scenario where I would be hanging out – I mean, my friends now are all in their 30s and 40s. Like, we're the youngest ones. But right. – I'm not ever in a situation where I'm hanging out with like 40 and 50 year olds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everyone. I think that that is it for episode number two. Thank you so much. We hope you love this content. We hope you get to feel sexier in your own body. And when you're just out on the town doing a little dancing, doing a little drinking, whatever you like to do. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, comment, send us feedback. We love to hear from our wolf pack. Follow us on Instagram at the Sex Den Podcast, and our personal pages will be linked in the bio from there. We hope you have a wonderful week, and we will see you for episode three. We love you, wolf pack. See you next week. Ow, ow, ow! <laughs>